With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Today's episode of the Nick Bob Podcast is brought to you by Pella Windows and Doors. You know, a new door or a new window can do a lot of things. It can change the look, the feeling vibe of your home plus it can make your home more energy efficient and it can add value to your home pella checks all those boxes and then some so now is the time turn your window and door remodeling dreams into a reality with the good folks at pella check them out online pellaomaha.com that's pellaomaha.com and uh, gotta tell you about my good friends at uh, runza Listeners of the show know that I'm a hip-hop fan. You know I'm a hip-hop fan, man. Jay-Z, Nas, Kanye, all those guys. Old Kanye, not new Kanye, old Kanye. But when it's time to get my lunch game right, I crank up a Runza DMC, which stands for Runza Delicious Meaty Combo. I get my Runza sandwich with a little cheese in there. I get a little French fries on the side, which are most notably the world's best crinkle fries. I polish it off with uh, a beverage colder than the ice in Scott Frost veins, baby. That's the Runza DMC, the delicious, meaty combo. Get your Runza today. Get yours. Tell them your friend, Nick Ba sent you. I actually had some Runza today. It's a podcast fuel, you know? That's what it is. Had a little podcast fuel, a little Runza. So, shouts out to Runza and Pella. All right. So, uh, you know, I had to fire up an emergency Big Ten schedule released uh, podcast here. And I had to take it a step further. I, I had to hit up my boy, Bo Rude. Get him over here, and I had to. We, we had to crack open a bottle of wine. We just had to, so we turned this into an event. This is you know, Big Ten Schedule 3.0 version wine pod breakdown. We cashed an entire bottle of wine, and we break down everything with Nebraska's brand new Big Ten schedule. Tons of good stuff with this pod. So let's get to it, man. Wine pod, Big Ten schedule released pod. Tons of fun in this one. Enjoy. All right, it is an emergency wine pod. Uh, Bo Robert Root is here. We've already started, and uh, we, sh- we broke the the glass case and we pulled it pulled out. Pulled it out. We had to have it because this is now our second season season <laughs> schedule pod to preview Nebraska's slate. Is it our third or our second? I'm confused now. We How might have, have we done, done. We might have done one in the spring. Where we, we were we talking did. football and we we're looking at the schedule. I it's guarantee we did. It's entirely possible that at some point we... It's possible this is our third schedule preview pod yeah, for Nebraska. I think it is. It's possible. Now, here's the thing. So we're drinking wine. We weren't necessarily planning on drinking wine. But here's the thing. You would think that we'd be drinking wine in celebration of like football and a schedule and stuff. But we're kind of drinking because of frustration of the schedule too. Do we need to? Do we need to flip to optimistic? I think we, we can have both at the same. Like I am drinking because I am. I'm happy, and and I will start by saying I'm not going to quote unquote complain. Right. Because I get football. That's all I want. I'll take. Give me Clemson. Give me Notre Dame. Give me Alabama. Give me the everybody. Give me the Chiefs. Give me the Chiefs. I'll we'll go to Arrowhead and play the Chiefs. Somebody get the eighty-five Bears on the horn. <laughs> 72 I'll, Dolphins. 72 Dolphins. I just want to play football. 19 was what was the best Cowboys team? 95? 94? Yeah, 95, yeah. 95, 95 Cowboys. I mean, I, I don't care at this point. Yeah. I don't care. So let, let's preface everything with like listen. Let's start there. We get football. We get a season. Okay. There was a chance we weren't gonna get a season. We're gonna get a season. So we're happy about that. But there's also the element of how things shook out that you go, oh my gosh. Yeah. So we, this is our third. This is our third uh, schedule pod, and the 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 theme that has occurred in each of these pods is, man, we got a tough schedule. Now the second one, we actually liked how things were lining up better. 
opened the season at Rutgers. He had Illinois at home. Then he had a really tough four-game stretch with like Wisconsin and Iowa and Penn State and all those things. But then you also picked up Michigan State yep. as one of the crossovers. So the Bill Moose Jenga 41 schedule, in all reality, we like a thumbs up. And, and Purdue had uh, their best player opt out. Minnesota had their best player opt out. So we were kind of going. Ah, yeah, there were some. It's like, oh my god. Oh, we're going. So no, n- there's no Bateman for Minnesota. There's no Rondell Moore for Purdue. There's no yeah. Micah Parsons for Penn State. And now we'll see what ultimately ends up happening with all these people now wanting to opt back in. <laughs> yeah, but there's a chance like, all those guys are back in. So the, and the way the schedule folds is like so the schedule basically got condensed now. So it's it's one less game, but we have kept every hard. Uh, opponent and they've gotten moved to the worst places they could possibly get moved to. Yeah. So here's, here's, here's the hard part. It's been, it's been so interesting. Like, of course, if you're a player, you know, you like, I loved play. Like, I'm sure you played USC twice. You're like, yeah, let's go. They're like, the games you're looking the most. Those you're you're yeah. pumped. Like, you know, you know, who's pumped to play at Ohio state week one, all the players are. Yeah. So I think there are a lot of different ways to look at this. If you're like, if you're a player, you're pumped. But we're viewing this from like, okay, what is going to give Nebraska the best chance to stockpile wins, knowing that ultimately at some point you're going to have to play Ohio State, you're going to have to play Wisconsin, you're going to have to play, like you're going to have to play these teams. Yeah. But order matters. When you're looking at a schedule, order, timing, all that stuff makes a difference in how a schedule can unfold for you. We typically. We typically try not to have a hard, our hardest game, the first game of the year, or the second game of the year. Like that's a typical schedule for Nebraska. We like to do our non-cons. Right. Then maybe we will have a Big Ten. We've been, we've been doing, but they're not the best team in the league. But like we like the idea of. You know, knocking the rust off. You haven't played a real football you game. You want to play Akron to start the year. You, you want do. to play South Alabama to start the year. You know, you want to, you need a game to kind of get yourself like, yeah, in it. And so, why don't you explain to the people who well, didn't see what, what just happened? Here's the thing. So, Nebraska's schedule, well, they'll be playing three of their first four games are against AP top 25 teams. There are eight games on the schedule, five of them are against preseason top 25 teams. <laughs> so, here but but here's the thing is. Now granted, seven of the opponents or six of the opponents, excuse me, were always like you were always going to play the west teams. That's understood. But the the big thing was, okay, what's going to happen? Basically the big mystery was what is what are the two cro- what is really one of the crossover games going to be because Ohio State is Nebraska's protected crossover game is what yeah. you call it. So we knew we were keeping that. So basically, there were seven games that were you knew were going seven opponents that you knew were going to be on the schedule. The six division, the six West Division teams, and Ohio State. The big question became: Okay, what's the order of those games, and then what is going to be the other crossover game? Now. If you go back to the original schedule, not the Jenga 41, I'm talking the original, the original. Yeah. The original schedule, Nebraska's home crossover opponent was Penn State. And so Nebraska needed, because to balance your home and away and satisfy your crossover, they needed to have whatever crossover team they were going to have be what was going to be at home. And unfortunately... That game was Penn State. So Nebraska all of a sudden has not, not just, I mean, as tough of a schedule as you could possibly imagine. And as Bill Moose put it, reading here from the story from the Lincoln Journal Star, Bill Moose says, You just look at it, and if you don't know the rationale, it looks like we're getting the shaft. Now, the thing that could have been helpful is the placement of the games to take a third year coach and a young team up to the number two team in the nation and then come home and play the number 12 team here. Where's your momentum without your conference schedule? It's a good question, Bill Moose. So let's get into the order of the games. Yes. Week one, Nebraska's first game is going to be at Ohio state. Now you kind of felt like that. There's, I took a big drink. 
Should I take a drink? I mean, after that one, I'd have to take imagine Frost drink. and those guys are like, oh, God. Uh, well, that's some good wine right there. Uh, there there's kind of, you, you can, you can pl- I mean, ultimately, you can kind of see it, how it'll be packaged on TV. The two teams that fought the hardest for football to return, Nebraska and Ohio yep. State, you know, all that stuff. So Nebraska opens the season at Ohio State. Oh, by the way, Wyatt Davis, their all-conference offensive lineman, is trying to opt back in to play. Uh, Sean, Sean Wade, Wade yeah. their big-time corner, who's like a first-round pick, he's trying to opt back in. They still have Justin Fields, who's arguably the best quarterback in the country, not named Trevor Lawrence. <sighs> this is going to be... Listen, there's a chance Nebraska goes on the first game of the season and gets absolutely obliterated. Yeah. Oh, and so, kind of sticking to what you, the theme you're on is, you know, the... okay. If Ohio State has to stay and Penn State has to stay because of some, you know, contractual the way, yeah, thing. The way the schedule falls. It, it was a rough schedule all around because of that anyway because they were on our schedule to begin with. And you're saying if if we can't adjust these schedules because they're less fair with the less amount of games, I don't, it feels unfair, right? So if they're saying there's absolutely no way to do this, which I don't believe, um, okay, well then order actually matters then. Right. Yes. And so here's what here's where I'm suspicious. Okay. I look around at who's playing who on that first week. Right. Mm-hmm. I think the first week matters, and the two teams that wanted to play the most, and this is the most important part, that were the most prepared. Mm-hmm. Nebraska and Ohio State are playing each other. Who are the least prepared teams? Rutgers and probably Michigan State. Guess who's playing each other first? Rutgers and Michigan State. Yes. Uh, who else is probably less prepared? Maybe Maryland and I would Northwestern. Say Maryland, I'd say Maryland for sure. In Northwestern, they're playing each other. Uh, how about Minnesota and Michigan? Who they They've were had major, yeah, playing each other. And so then Wisconsin and Iowa, uh, Illinois and Iowa and Purdue, a decent match. And Penn State, uh, Indiana, decent match. I think they basically paired everybody first. On the whoever was the level of preparedness you were, okay, you're playing, which to me was like we're getting punished for being prepared. And, so we we the last schedule we played Rutgers first, right? Right? Yes. Advantage then, Nebraska. Yes. And, and then, guess what? They didn't want the advantage Nebraska. Right. They didn't because want because we understand we talk about this all the time. The importance of momentum. Like Bill Moose just said, where's your momentum? Like one thing Nebraska needs more so than anything is to like start believing that they can get it going and start winning. Again, we always go back and look at Minnesota last year. Minnesota won their three non-conference games in the final minute of the game, which got their which got them yep. going, and then ultimately they kind of got it rolling a little bit. And that Nick, that's why when we did the pod number two season schedule. Jenga 41. Jenga schedule. 41. Bill, Man- Bill Moose on the ranch. Yes. Figured out. things. We were so optimistic about that yes. schedule because of the way it laid out. And so for them to change the layout this drastically, you cannot tell me that they basically said either. Uh, hey, it just happened sorry, to fall that Sorry, it way. happened to fall away. Or if it did, well, they were unwilling to move it for us where they would maybe move it for somebody else. Well, here's okay, so let's just keep let's just lay out the first four four weeks. So, at Ohio State to start. Then week 2, Nebraska hosts Wisconsin and Lincoln. <laughs> week 3, Nebraska goes to Evanston, Illinois to play Northwestern, and then week 4, Penn State is in Lincoln. So, three if, of the best four teams in the conference. If I, that's what I was going to say. Who are th- who are the three best teams in the Big Ten? Those game? are the three best teams. Those are the three best teams. Who are three of the four teams right out the shoot? Those three teams. Ohio State, Wisconsin, and Penn State. And then, oh, by the way, let's not also gloss over the Northwestern game for as long as Nebraska's been in the Big Ten. Has been a bitch of a game. Yeah. I mean, every year... Regardless of whether where it, if it's at Northwestern or Lincoln, it doesn't matter. It's 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 a good game. So those first four games are all going to be tough, and three of the first four are against teams that are in the AP top fifteen. <sighs> Ohio State's number two, Penn State's seventh, and Wisconsin and and Wisconsin is twelfth. So it's just again, I I understand that ultimately. 
these teams in some iteration were going to be on the schedule. But as you just said, like this is where order matters. And not only does order matter regardless of who you are, it really matters when you're a program trying to get over the hump. Get over the hump. And, and, and that's what I think every Nebraska fan, because our fans know. They know what where we're at as a team. And I think they know this team still – Building their confidence. They're building their confidence. And this schedule, if not executed, can be a confidence, a confidence killer. A confidence annihilator. There, There is a scenario where we build confidence from this if, if we perform well. I'm not even saying we're going to win every game, but we need to play well in each of these games would, would give us confidence. But it's putting us in a position that wouldn't exist if we get Rutgers, Michigan State, and Illinois or somebody to start out our, our year, it's like that's a different scenario no matter what. Absolutely. If we play good or bad, we kind of are going to be okay. Yes. The the harsh reality of, of the situation at hand is Nebraska's trying to become a winning program again, right? Yeah. And the dirty little secret is the only way to becoming a winning program is to win. Yeah. You just have to win. And – when you open the season at Ohio State, you might not just lose. You might get your teeth kicked in. Yep. And then Wisconsin comes to town. You go to two Northwestern and then Penn State. And so it's just unfortunate that the order of how the schedule fell does not play well to the type of team that Nebraska has. Yeah, Here, here's... Somebody's going to have to explain to me the contract or the rationale. I still don't get the Penn State thing. Like, okay, so I, I, can, I get it. You say, like, well, they were the only home East Division team. Like, look, listen, man, we're in a pandemic. We've we've taken schedules, crumpled them up, and thrown them in the piece of paper two or three yeah. times. You're telling me that it's impossible to say, instead of Nebraska hosting Penn State, why don't we stop and look around and go, is it a little unfair that Nebraska is going like to get the Purdue, two best teams in the conference? Purdue's got Rutgers and they don't got anybody else hard. So maybe they get Penn State and we'll take Rutgers. And guess what? It works out just fine. That, it all will a, work out. That's the thing I just don't understand. Like you can sit there. I mean, Purdue's two crossover games are Rutgers and Indiana. <laughs> Purdue's two crossover games are Rutgers and Indiana. So, uh, listen, man, I get it. You can sit there and tell me, like, well, you know, listen, they, it had to be an East Division team that was home on their schedule. Like, you could have – bottom line, for Jenga 41, you were able to add Michigan State to the home slate. That's what I mean, man. So, I, I just think these are self-imposed guidelines where I, I, I'm – it just – I don't the, – the Penn State thing is what really – if, if someone said, what's your problem with schedule? I'd say the order – and then, did did it absolutely have to be Penn State? Here's the thing: if if they wanted to, it, there's there's a way. Since they moved the orders anyway, right? It, yes. it wasn't like they changed the schedule. This is the third yeah, time they changed. The it. orders are so much different than they were the last time that you could say, "Well, how about this? Let's try to make it fair, where the best everybody's got to play one to two of the top. You know, let's say there's top four teams, quote unquote." Or top five teams, like you should only have to play one or two of those. Where we're like, if we've got already one or two on the schedule, like when we go from like we go to from five and somebody else has one, you just go, why can't we f switch that it around? It just doesn't right now? feel like Nebraska's ever been, other than the twenty, maybe the the first year with the first year with the schedule, like maybe the first year Frost being here in twenty eighteen. I just don't feel like Nebraska's ever caught a break with the schedule since they've joined the Big Ten. No, I mean the 2018 was such a, a goofy and it's hard. Deal. Yeah, it's, so, it's but, such a tough year. But uh, dude, this so, this to me is when you're sitting in a room. How could I, I have a feeling Bill Moose was was lobbying and and they were not giving him an inch. I just which, don't understand how, how could how could whoever's in the room making the decision how could you not just stop for a second and go okay hold on. Do we think – do you guys realize Nebraska's two crossover games are Ohio State and Penn State? And then they're going to play three top 25 teams in the first four games? Does that seem fair? I mean, it did, just, did, did like, that conversation again, happen? And, and here, listen, <laughs> I want people to listen to it. Like, we're not saying that Nebraska can't play 
all like Nebraska's gonna have to play all these teams at some point, but like order them out a little bit different. Yeah, I mean, I, I just it's so weird to think like even if you're Alabama, it's like okay, I'm Alabama, and my first game is against Auburn, my second game is against uh, Georgia, Georgia, my third game LSU, is against you, and, and then, then they Clemson. It, it, so my first four, though, it's like no, like that's crazy. It, so it just it's it's frustrating, and I get it, man. You know, you, you know, like. Like we said the whole time, you know what the players are doing? The players are like, dude, bro, we get Ohio State start the season and we Wisconsin. Like, they're excited about it. They're excited, like, yeah. Yeah, they're excited. I mean, they're excited about it. But I, I just, I think people, I don't like this disingenuous thing that like all of a sudden people are going to act like order doesn't matter. The order, the order is in which you play a team. The, this order is controllable, matter. and they left somebody out to dry, and it was us. There were two things that, in my opinion, were controllable. Yeah, the second crossover opponent, and the order in which the games f- fell, those two things you could kind of control a little bit. Yeah, and I would say in that regard, how did the order fall? I would say, oh, about as bad as you could imagine. And then how did the second crossover matchup go? Oh, about as bad as you could imagine. Yeah, I, I just I'm looking at like even like you know Ohio State they gave Penn State after us. Like I don't know. I just feel like. Uh, well, you look at Ohio, Ohio State, and the Urban Meyer said Urban Meyer said this on. I mean, Urban Meyer talked about. He's like, listen, scheduling's important. I'm paraphrasing. He's like, scheduling's important. Who you draw, all that stuff's important. Ohio State doesn't have to play Wisconsin, Iowa, or Minnesota. Yeah. Iowa's crossover games are Michigan State and Penn State. Wisconsin's crossover games are Indiana and Michigan. Well, and I'm, I'm just looking to start. Iowa starts Purdue, Northwestern, Michigan State, Minnesota. Like to me, that's what the type of schedule we were. I was hoping for, right? And we did not get that. And so Iowa gets a big win, and you know, I don't Even know. I, Iowa gets Illinois, and then at Nebraska, and then Purdue before they got to go to Michigan. Yeah, like so. I mean, it's just it's uh, it's frustrating. It, it's it's frustrating because again order matters and i i just struggle with this idea that there was no wiggle room or no way to to figure out a way for penn state to not be the opponent uh, i know it's there's it's just, just i don't i don't i don't understand you know because you'd be like well listen penn state you know they were it, it's about home and away well guess where nebraska was like Teams have altered all around. Purdue was away, and then home, and then Wisconsin was home, and then away, yeah. and then it was like, I just don't, I, I, I struggle with this idea that you couldn't have altered this a little bit. Because it's been, once you've altered it once, alter it again, make it fair, and I mean, in the, so, okay, in the end, let, let's, so let's you, accept keep going? You know, let, let's accept reality, this is, the, <laughs> this is not going to change, right? So, let me ask you this. Is there an advantage to playing Ohio State game one? Yep. Could be. Hit me with this. Well, because all the reasons that we look at negatively about Nebraska are all the same things with Ohio State from the standpoint of you, you usually aren't your best in the first game. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You're usually that's true. not your best. Your, no one usually says, like, are the best game was the first game and then it got worse each game. That's usually how it works. So if there ever was a time to catch a team, it's earlier in the season. Just say it out loud. When do you think Wisconsin or Ohio State's going to be a better football team? Five games in or right away? Oh, for sure. Conventional wisdom would tell you five games in. For sure. I guess for me, I, I look at Wisconsin week two, and I feel that way more about Wisconsin, actually. I actually feel like, I would rather play Wisconsin then than later on because they've been a program that has been uh, sitting out a little bit sure. more. They, they've taken bigger breaks and haven't been as diligent as Nebraska's. I guess the one downside is Ohio State's probably the only one maybe up to our part of like, working. we're doing these things, we've been working, we've been practicing. And so my worry is that if those things wash out, we're both a little rusty – then talent, which they got more talent than we well, do. I, talent usually wins out. Oh, totally. I I, I mean, but listen. but there is that that like that first game. You know, the quarterback might just be weird off and, things. You know, yeah. Like, that, that's what happened 
uh, two years ago at Ohio State, actually, was Dwayne Haskins was the quarterback, and he was off. He was he actually played terrible yeah. that game, and so he he played bad. We played pretty good. We really should have won the game, and we pissed it away in the fourth quarter. But we were in that game. Like right. Nebraska would right now, if you said, "Would you take that game and oh, take the loss?" Sheesh. We'd probably be like, "Yes." But that that's the, that's something that could happen here. But the other side is like we saw what happened last year when Ohio State's firing on all cylinders. It's like we we didn't even play bad and they kicked our butt. Right. So yeah, I mean, I guess like if I had to find some advantage, that would be it. But at the end of the day, do I think this is going to be a, a a shellacking? Probably. It's just it's hard that they are. I would argue that like they handled Clemson in a lot of ways last yes. year. They got screwed out of that Clemson game in the in the playoff last year. Remember the the yeah. targeting and then Lawrence Lawrence like the next play like didn't he yes. go for seventy? But it was like it was a bad it was a bad a couple really bad calls agree a couple totally bad agree. replays so i mean ohio state well they lose they lose chase young and a defensive back and their running back but they are still they're loaded man they're arguably so, the most loaded team in the country 100 percent agree now the one thing that could be cool is you know it would be pretty damn cool you know because one of the narratives of restarting the season has been like we got to give ohio state an opportunity to make the playoff wouldn't it be pretty cool as, for whatever reason, I just don't, I wish I could understand it completely. Nebraska has become this, like, heel, this, like, wrestling heel villain it's, amongst it's, college it's football the media. media. The me, it's the media. And, uh, for whatever reason. Like, Nick, because you're in media. You tell me what it is, because I don't understand it. I don't, I don't, I don't. I mean, I think people, I mean, this could be a whole nother pot. I mean, I think there's some people that I don't want to say we're rooting against college football, but people have uh, beliefs and agendas, and anything that stands in the way of that is going to get chewed up pretty good. I don't know. I, I don't. I don't get it. I don't. Um, I don't know. I, but, it's been but Nebraska. I felt like Nebraska took the brunt of it. It wasn't Ohio State. It wasn't Iowa. We took the brunt of that. Whatever that scrutiny was only hit us. And I'm wondering why. That's what I don't Do they think because we're such a rabid fan base that we were out of touch? I think I think a part of it is like, because that's what's so funny is like, you know, we're, we're taping this on a Saturday evening here, the day the schedule came out. And like the takes on Twitter and the people on TV, like Nebraska wanted football. They got it. I want to be like, time out. You think Nebraska was the. First of all, is it that bad that they wanted to play? Yeah. Why is that that bad? Especially these and people that that's their job. That's their job. You're a former calling football, football player. You're a former football player. You're like, Nebraska wanted to play. Well, they got it. It's like, well, would you want to play? Yeah. So, okay. So, first of all, it's like, what's so damn bad about wanting to play? And then second of all, do you think Nebraska is the only team in the Big Ten that wanted to play? Yeah. No. I mean, they don't say that about Ohio State or any of these other – like. I just they give Ohio State all the credit, and I mean Urban Meyer. They give I think Ohio State all the credit, and then they give Nebraska the all heel. the the heel of it. Yeah, only guys like Urban Meyer gave Scott Frost. Credit. What I think it is, what what I think some of it is, I think that it speaks to. There must be something to people in their head, they can stomach an entity or an individual kicking and screaming when they feel like they've earned it. Like they're, which is stupid to, when you think like, yeah, for whatever reason, because Ohio state won a national championship in 2014 and have won multiple big 10 titles and all that stuff, because they went to the playoff last year, they've earned the right to act a certain way over the last 20 years a lot of college football media have felt they don't feel like Nebraska's earned the right to act the way they're acting. And to me, I don't understand what, what, why, why does your lack of conference championship success exclude you from the conversation of wanting to play football? Because it's, it's a bunch of BS is what it is. All right, let's take a quick break to talk about my good friends at Runza. Boy, did uh, this last read explode on social media because I have uh, let you into a top secret menu item that has really blown everybody's mind. Did you know at Runza, you can get anything on a Runza sandwich? 
Like, I love a cheese runza, but if I wanted to, I could get pickles on it or mustard. I could put some more onions in that bad boy. I could put some fries in there. It's anything in the kitchen within reason you can ask for, and they'll add it. Again, I'm a cheese runza guy, but... Next time I stop in, I think I'm going to throw some some pepper jack cheese on that bad boy. Maybe even some french fries on it as well. I mean, you can do whatever you want within reason because every Runza is made to order. They all start as an original with no toppings, and they can add the toppings when you order, and boom, you got a custom Runza sandwich. You can't beat it. So that's, once again, the super secret menu item from my friends at Runza. The build your own Runza. Get into Runza today. Get one that's just for you and tell them Nick Boss sent you. And while we're here, let's talk about Pella windows and doors. Here's the thing. Putting in you know, some new windows or a new door, it, it's really exciting, but sometimes you don't even know where to begin. Let me help you out. First of all, you, you got to go with Pella. That's obvious. And with going with Pella, there are a couple of directions you can go to start. You can schedule a free in-home consultation. That's right, free. You'll get a Pella expert out to sit down with you, look at your home, and they're going to be able to get a Tom Osborne-esque game plan for you that fits your budget, your wants, and your needs. That's one option. Or option number two, you can head out to the showroom. The showroom is really cool. Sometimes it actually helps you kind of see the window or see the door, feel it, open it, close it to get a better feel of exactly what you're putting into your home. So the showroom is also a great place to start as well. Any direction you go to start, just know that Pella can 100% provide window and door solutions to any home. Check them out online at PellaOmaha.com. That's PellaOmaha.com. Back to the podcast. I might be out of touch with my love of Nebraska and my my idea of what they are, right? Mm -hmm. But we're doing these Husker recaps and we're talking about the national titles we won in the 90s. That's not that long ago, right? Like we were the dominant school for 30 years. And so that's the way, like if Notre Dame, who hasn't won a title since, I don't know, before us, last time we did, yeah, it, they haven't won a title, but they get to say what they want to say. And I'm right. like, I don't see us any differently than Notre Dame, right? Or even, I don't even know, like there's a bunch of other teams that haven't won titles that, or even have been near as dominant as Nebraska. And the media like writes, I think it's something to do with they think we're like a bunch of hicks. I really do. I think you've had that. I mean, I think they think we're Hicks. I think they'd say the same thing if it was Wyoming or if Montana or if the Dakotas, if any of those schools had um, a big time football program like us, they treat us like them. They right. They think we're a bunch of Hicks and they think that we're undeserving to have an opinion. And I think that's the part where. Nebraska fans are united <laughs> right now, well, and they are like they see the hypocrisy in the way the media is viewing us. Well, I just don't. I mean, so who has? You you think about the past? I wish I had this in front of me. So Ohio State won in twenty fourteen. Yeah, Michigan shared with us in ninety seven. Yep. When's the last Big Ten? Two thousand two. 2002 Ohio State. Ohio State. Yeah. So there's three. Yeah, I mean, no, no other Big Ten teams won. So I guess what I'm saying, so since... Penn State won in... 82. 82. So there's four. They won in 82, and there was one other, maybe 85? No, 86. Penn State won 82 and 86. That's their two titles. And when did they join the Big Ten? It was actually like I didn't – they weren't an original Big Ten team. So they joined later. I don't even know if it was technically the 80s even when they joined. It might have been early 90s. So I guess I'm just – I guess my point of, of what I'm bringing up is like you combine all of the Big Ten and their national championships since 1970. Just, yeah, or whatever. They don't even they 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 still don't equal Nebraska. Michigan's treated a certain way because a lot of media comes from Michigan and Michigan plays and Ohio Michi State yeah, and has it, the right. But Michigan hasn't won anything since us. So, but they're treated like gods. I don't know why. It's just they are. And so I guess it's just it, it, the, the for whatever reason people want to just omit Nebraska's. Some of this could be too when you you're you're uh, a lot of what you accomplished historically wasn't in a certain conference. So it becomes, we've yeah. said it's in this like purgatory of like success, but it just makes people want to dismiss 
Nebraska's past. Yeah, see, in the Big 12, they wouldn't do that to us. That no. That's the one gripe. And I, I tell you this. I told you my theory on when I watched the Big 10 Network. Nebraska is the never on, ever, ever. We might as well be Rutgers. Like, that's how they see us. But, like, if we were in the Big 12, there's just all that history there. And that's the problem is our history didn't get brought over and they don't care about it and they don't want it. And that's a problem because if you don't share it as the Big Ten, the new generation doesn't know because that history is a big deal. It's almost like, so you work for Stryker, medical sales. Mm-hmm. Imagine like the five most accomplished people in medical sales all at a table. And then you bring in someone else from another medical sales company. He's actually accomplished more if you want to talk about, you know, what he what he yeah. sold and all this stuff, he pulls a seat up to that table. There's this feeling that, like, well, what you, you didn't do it here. Yeah, so this is a different field. It's a over different. Here. This is different here. You did that at the, over there. This is here. It's a little different. Yeah, but yeah, it's just it's uh, the, it, we. I feel like we could. We got to get back. We've only gotten through the first four games of the schedule, but I, it's it's. But, interesting. but we're not being treated like but Penn State. I just think State. it's interesting. The the. The treatment and the way Nebraska has been viewed and the way Nebraska has been talked about is interesting to me. So it's the thing about Penn State, right? So Penn State won in 82 and 86. They haven't won since. And they're treated so much with more respect than we are. And even after the the, the whole Sandusky the thing. Sandusky yeah. thing. And I'm glad that, th- that, that that's sort of blown, but I want them to not – that not be yeah, like hung over because you know what the sins of no. everybody there right now had nothing to do with yeah the that, people that yeah, were like, right had anything to do are gone right but the i'm happy for them but like it's also like it's hypocrisy like why why treat them better other than they've been there longer i mean ohio state and michigan are sort of the the founding fathers and but like at the same time like you should be happy nebraska's in your in your conference not sort of like resentful of it in some weird way. I, I agree. It's a I, weird I, thing. It's, just, it's been bizarre. The reaction, not only within clearly the, the inner workings of the Big Ten, but then the national outside media covering all this, the way Nebraska's gotten painted, I mean, it is, they are a heel. They Nebraska are a WWF said heel. We wanted to play. They got bashed. Ohio State the next day said, actually exactly what they said we want the same thing and everyone's like you know what Ohio State did it they helped get this thing back and you go and Nebraska's going what what are you talking about it's it's crazy it's bizarre now what would be cool like I said what would be cool is you know you're a wrestling heel you know it'd be nice would be pretty cool you go spoil everything oh I I, because the whole impetus for the reboot is for Ohio State to make the playoff what if Nebraska goes to Columbus, Ohio, and pulls off the unthinkable? Nick, we need to get Vince McMahon on the horn right now because we I mean, need it'd a, be the NWO. we need a plot we need a plot twist. I mean, seriously. <laughs> oh, no, that's Nebraska's music. It's Nebraska's And that's the bottom line because Wandale Robinson said so. That's what maybe could happen. Good God, it's Nebraska! It's Nebraska's music, oh my God! Oh, good God, it's Nebraska, they're coming! It's the tunnel walk, oh God! Could you imagine? The tunnel walk goes, boom. Could you imagine? Boom. (sighs) Okay, so Nebraska's first four games are at Ohio State. (laughs) (laughs) Wisconsin, then at Northwestern, Penn State. Then week five, they have Illinois at home, so they have back-to-back home games. Okay. Then they're at. Then they have two straight roadies. They're at Iowa. This game might be on Black Friday, as Moose had talked about. That's when it'll fall on week six potentially. Which is which is cool that we if we're gonna we're gonna find some positives here. Moose, you gotta love Bill Moose. Okay, we make jokes about the ranch, of but course. we do it out of love. But Bill Moose understands what Nebraska wants and needs. He says, "I'm gonna get Iowa on Black Friday because Black Friday's Nebraska's, and he, he's gonna get it." All right, we're already on that weekend. It's now just I would be TV to shift there. Yeah, but like that's a like that's somebody that has our best interests at heart. Right. He gets it. That's awesome. Totally agree. So th- so. 
at Iowa, then week seven at Purdue, and then you finish it up with Minnesota at home. So that is so that is your sketch. That's your sketch. As Bo Root fills me back up. You're you uh you're getting your I was Brendan Hymas with my speed of drinking the wine. You were is Omar Manning fast or is he just tall? I think he's both. Oh, I like him. That's so. how I pour my uh, Hey Sean Wade. Pour. Hey Sean Wade, have you ever met Omar Manning? I think his nickname's Booby. What is it? Booby. It's like Friday Night Lights. Like Booby, Booby I like Miles. It. I like it. Let's hope there's not a knee injury though involved here. Um okay, do we want to snapshot knee jerk predict this thing real quick? Uh, or do we feel like that's going to bum everybody out? Really? No, no, it wouldn't be because guess what? When me and you predict things, we are very optimistic. So I hope um, I hope what I had my number in my head, but let's let's do it. Week one at Ohio State. I, I'm going to say my heart tells me we play well and don't quite pull it off. I can see that because we're not home. I think Frost and Boys have they got some. Yeah, they have some things for him. So, week one, Ohio State lost. I mean, it's hard to sit yeah. here and be like they're going to win that game. Begrudgingly, we'll start with an L. Keep keep it within reality. Right. Wisconsin in Lincoln, Nebraska. I th- Nick and I told you this at the start of this pod. I feel better about playing Wisconsin game two. I'm going win with the Huskers game two. Because you're going to win, I'm going to win. No Jonathan Taylor. He's gone now. That dude was a... Uh, their line... So their strength is their line. And that's really the, the... The the part of their... Everything starts and stops with their line, their running back. And they got a new running back. And their line's going to get the least amount of hitting they've had ever. Um, and their line's better as the year goes on. So I think this is not a bad time to... But so you going dub? I'm going dub, but their team's human. You know what I mean? Like Ohio State's not, you know, as human as as Wisconsin. Agreed. At Northwestern. I'll take the dub. I can't decide on this one. They've shut down pretty good from yeah. I, I from my understanding. Because that's our part you like as much as we talk about like factors, like that has to be a factor. I, I think people get out of shape. If you're not in a program right. it's constantly not. going, that, is, that goofs you up. I mean, normally you come out of June, July of extreme workouts into camp three, four weeks, and then you play. This was not going to be – this isn't going to be easy for people. The teams that shut it down, it takes a while to ramp that stuff totally. up. Totally. So I'll go win too as I'm just easily influenced by you. Week four at Penn State – or a Penn State in Lincoln. I'm going to go L. I, I think there are two teams that are just, from a talent standpoint, superior. And I think Penn State and Ohio State are those two teams. Yeah, I, I have a hard time feeling like we're at home, but there's no fans. <laughs> there's no fan. That's the problem. You're like, well, you're at home. It's like, well, there's, there's no a fans. grand total of zero. So, so here, here's how I'll phrase Unless, this. You know, Barrett's. To, can can HUD and Brooks make a lot of noise? I actually, I'm going to try to get a ticket. I'm going to tell you You're right family. now. Family, I'm family. How much noise can you make? Um, you I'm one of those ti- guys. Your timing with I'm kind of a You're not a reserved. A, I'm I've not a, a lot of games yeah. with you. You're a reserved. I'm guy. not a big loud guy, I'm but not I'm either. I'm very emotionally into it. I'm, I'm a just, crier. You do cry. Oh, I'll get I'll, if like I'm the playing. Tunnel walk, you cry. like. Last week, Levante David had two tackles for a loss. I'm like, oh, Lord, oh, Lord, have mercy. Last week, Sam Keller sued EA Sports. Fans, let's hear it for these Huskers. Oh, God. Why didn't we get that last week? I just want to hear last week, Sam Keller sued EA Last week, Sam <laughs> Keller sued EA Sports. Everybody's similar to this team. Like, this is good. This is good. Oh, God. I feel oh, so good. God, it's not good. Uh, you, that's where you want to be in the stadium. You want to hear that stuff. I know. 
But oh. so, can you make some noise? Can you help out? I'll do my best. But oh, here, right. so here's what my, my Just original get thought is: Hud, your two Barrett's two little boys, get them crunk, get them a bunch of skittles yeah. or something. Get them all jacked up. But... Get Hud crying for four quarters. A baby's oh. cry. I mean, I feel like James Franklin would be all discombobulated if or there's maybe... a singular baby just wailing. <laughs> Or maybe it's like the fact that they could hear one guy that's like, Hey, Franklin! Strawberry! Strawberry! Who is that guy? Like, normally you can't hear the one guy. Maybe, maybe that's what You can what hear that happen. one guy. You can hear every thought he has. That's what's happening. Okay, what's your prediction for Penn so State? I'm going so L. So I'm going L, but if, if fans were in the stadium, I would take whoever was home. The one thing Because Penn State's home field advantage is the real deal. You ever been to Happy Valley? It's serious. Have you ever been there, though? Have you ever actually been there? No. I called a basketball game there. Dog. It's crazy. Well, I'm just saying the town, I mean, it's like there's nothing there. I mean, the airport you fly in has like, we have two gates. That's gate one. And uh, that's gate two. But that's not a plane. That's a uh, horse wagon. No. <laughs> you need a you need a Uber. Well, we got something better than Uber. That's old Bessie there. Yeah, it actually does. You can use an app. It's Bessie, but Bessie is about a four hour wait from where her. Where Bessie's she comes eating from. hay as we speak. So she Bessie sleeps most of the day. She eats hay, and then she gives you one ride. So. We didn't work out the business model of Bessie, but oh god, we're we're, we're tech savvy here in Happy Valley. God. No, but my, my brother played there in uh, in the early two thousands, and I my dad told me that people drank a lot. Oh, I bet beer was... cans are piling up outside the stadium, it looks and they like... get that the white well, the, in the there. The city, the whole it's like you're drive. I remember when I fl- I flew in and I'm driving to my hotel, and it's like you're driving kind of through these trees, and all of a sudden just like boom. The yeah. football stadium's there. You're in. The, it's it's kind of it's interesting, but yeah, that place I could see that place get rocking, bro. Yeah, that place so, would be tough, but but yeah. So but again, with no fans either neut- way, it this is neutral it. field almost. Basically, go- I'll give I'll give it to Penn State right now. They are they're more talented. So we got them two and two in the tough four game stretch. I I mean, I'll take that. If someone would, offered me that right now, I'd take that. I would take. All right, that. Illinois at home. I'm going dub on that ass. I'm going win. Black Friday, Bill Moose special at Iowa. God, that's our fifth game? That's our sixth game. Six, oh, sixth game is Black Friday. Okay. Yep. Uh, I'm going I'm going Nebraska. <laughs> <laughs> we always come optimistic, don't we? <laughs> I have a hard time not giving Nebraska wins. Like Even with Ohio State, I was like, do I have to do this? Do I have to? I feel like you're like, all right, week one, Nebraska <laughs> At New England, you'd be like, with Brady, Brady or without, they with Brady, Brady or without. Mm. You got to think about that now. Eric Chenander shutting down Cam Newton. Mm. So you're going dub at Iowa? Dub at Iowa. Golly, I hate doing this. I gave a dub against Whiskey, so I'm going to go an L at Iowa. You're probably. <sighs> okay, so at Purdue. I want to know if like Rondell Moore's playing. Like, I feel like if Rondell Moore's playing, I'm going to go L. But if Rondell Moore's not playing, I'd go dub. Here's the, here's the, the hard part is they got all of their spring ball. And then they've – but then they've – you know, Rondell Moore's a question mark. I'm going to go L just out of Nebraska love. I'm going to go L too. Damn it. All right. Then Minnesota at home. I'm going dub. Oh. I might have to change my Iowa because that's at Iowa. At Iowa, I'd rather beat Minnesota right now, lose at Iowa. Oh, I don't know. Well, it's not about that. what you want; it's about what you think's gonna. Happen. I know, but what I do, what do I really think's gonna happen? <laughs> I think we can beat Minnesota, and I at think I. You're gonna take an L against. Iowa's a, a worse matchup for us right now. So we think Nebraska's gonna go four and four. Is that what we're thinking? I'm four and three. You're four and four. No wait. No, Four, no. So I have, I have a meeting games. Wisconsin, Northwestern, Illinois, and Minnesota. So I have them going four and four. Oh, it's eight games. That's right. I was thinking nine games. Eight games. So I am. So week nine's that like big Was 10 I five special. and three? I was five and three. You were five and three. That's so bad. I'm going to stick with it just because I'm drunk. <sighs> I'm borderline drunk right now. But. <laughs> 
<laughs> that means I'm in a good. I'm oh good. man, I just want the Sam Keller suit EA Sports. <laughs> oh God! Last week, Sam Keller suit EA <laughs> fans. Let's hear it for these Huskers <laughs> in the NFL. Uh, Husker oh, history, folks. <laughs> Last week, Bo Rood went to Nashville and had 15 <laughs> course lights. Fans, let's hear it for these Huskers in the oh NFL. Oh, my God. All right, anything we're missing? I mean, what are we at? We're at 30, 45 minutes. Okay. How do we do that? I don't know. We got on a tangent about Nebraska being Stone Cold Steve Austin. If, if we change the tunnel walk to Stone Cold Steve Austin's theme music, I think that's how we should come does out. Go, the question is, does Nebraska go 8-0 if, if instead of the tunnel walk, it's it's Steve Austin's leading them out of the tunnel. If we go to Ohio State with, with, with glass-shattering, stone-cold Steve Austin music, our chances of a winning go up 10%. I'm not even if kidding. If Steve Austin leads them out of the tunnel with two beers – and before they run on, the, he hits the beers, chugs them, and then they run on. I don't know how we lose. I don't know how you'd lose that game. And I mean that. Like, I, I think if I was a player, I'd be like, we're going to win, right? <laughs> like, you can't do that and lose. You can't. It's one of the coolest acts a human being can make. To the stone cold music, hit two beers. Because then Ohio State's your bitch. Yeah. As soon as you do that to them, they're your bitch. It's impossible for them to feel cool after that. <laughs> No, they're the losers. You just take away all their cool and their swag. That's Stone Cold never lost. He was the guy that didn't really ever lose. Although, no, he did. He uh, Yeah, because he, Shawn Michaels, WrestleMania, he blocked Sweet Chin Music and turned stunner. it into a Stone Cold Stunner. Yeah. Come on, Doug. That's what needs to happen. Cam Taylor is going to Stone Cold Stun Justin Fields. It's going to be fantastic. All right, we better wrap it up before we say anything ridiculous because this wine's kicking in pretty good. <laughs> Oh, all right. Well, again, we said this on the Big Ten Football Be Back. This is just so exciting, though, that we do. We started out complaining, but overall, we're excited. No, we started out saying we're not going to complain. Wait. All we did was complain. <laughs> if someone was, you know, if you have a fact checker for like speeches, political speeches, if someone had like an optimistic, pessimistic meter, oh, man. the majority of our comments were pessimistic in this podcast. But overall, we're happy that football's here. Yeah. We just needed we needed to vent, and we hope you guys were helping you vent too. Because you can't be happy about the order of that thing. Yeah, we got a gripe. We got a gripe to pick. I wanted to open up with Mayonnaise Tech. I wanted Mayonnaise Tech at home. I wanted Wonder Bread University. I wanted Wonder Bread <laughs> University coming. I wanted the softest thing possible. Sherman Sherman A and M. Sherman A and M. Sherman A and M. That's what needed to happen. That Maybe. Southwest Pillow <laughs> Technology Tempur-Pedic Tempur-Pedic I want a Tempur-Pedic tech to come to Lincoln Alright my friend Let's uh, raise a glass uh, Cheers to the season We may not like the order But at least we have an order And let's see what can happen here In uh, the 2020 season my friend Alright cheers Cheers Alright cheers. Right, my thanks to Pella If you're thinking about a new window Or a new door Now is the time Check them out online On the web at PellaOmaha.com That's PellaOmaha.com Dot com and uh, my thanks to my good friends at Runza. Best fries on the planet, great burgers, cheese Runza, delicious. The food is simply fantastic. Runza makes it all better. A Parkville Media Production.